Hello and welcome back to The Brew Interviews, the only podcast with viewership that's kind of like the final round of a limbo competition. Very low. I am Robbie, and joining me as always via the internet is my best friend, Lauren. It is episode 64, and this week we have a very special guest. He is the owner, operator, and founder of Pipe Dream Brewing in the wonderful state of New Hampshire. With us tonight, Mr. John Young. This week on The Brew Interviews. The Brew Interviews, coast to coast, brews, faves, and more with Lauren and Robbie. This episode of The Brew Interviews is sponsored by Tavor, the craft beer delivery service that brings quality brews right to your door, but you'll hear more about them later on in the show. For now, Lauren, how you been? Well, Robbie, I've been fucking fantastic, uh, mainly because I've been sitting at Pipe Dreams for the last few minutes drinking beer, um, and that's always a good time. So. <laughs> know, there's, there's, a, there's a few people around you right now. I know. We curious. have uh, a, a few of them, actually. Uh, I'll let them introduce themselves, just a lot of introductions. <laughs> but uh, I, I guess I'll be polite and ask you how you're doing. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing too bad. Just woke up, so I love pounding a bunch of beer and whiskey right before an interview. It's, breakfast. it's like a breakfast beer at night. It is a breakfast beer at night. <laughs> you know, I don't think I've seen him drink anything yet. Well, he did <laughs> just, just for the he record. He had a shot. He had a shot. Just for the record. He did, I, he did, I, have, a shot. He did have a shot. You saw the one shot before. No, oh. I, didn't, I didn't even see the shot. You should probably do that again. It was water. No, I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I got to walk too far for that whiskey. <laughs> so you might have heard that first voice. Uh, that is John, owner, operator of... A very fantastic brewery. I've only been there once, unfortunately, so I haven't had a whole chance to experience it all. But, uh, but at least we were smart enough to bring you here. Uh, yeah, I, exactly. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. I, you guys came here for my two-year anniversary, right? So it was, too? Okay. About that earlier. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that was three and a half nice. years now, having a lot of fun, some crazy stuff going on. We, uh, I, I'm the luckiest man alive. What can I say? I mean, I, I yeah. own and operate a brewery. It's, it's, uh, it's a pipe dream. It's a pipe dream. I, I, never, I never thought it would happen. That's for sure. Sure. And here it is. Yeah, and exactly. Here it is. Yes. You know what's weird? The first time I was at Pipe Dream, I don't think I had ever gone inside. I still have never been inside. I don't think. Unless you went to the bathroom. No, I don't You're think I did. I, I used the porter he potty. Was peeing <laughs> outside. Yeah, he was peeing outside. Yeah, peeing outside. We literally just like walked over the like fence yeah. area into a yeah. picnic yep. table because we wanted to get a good spot. <laughs> hey, it's okay. I mean, a lot of people sign our picnic tables and they're like, "Oh yeah, I got pregnant here," or "or my name," or something. <laughs> Wait, crazy. that's okay. I got pregnant here. Nope. Yeah. Right there's, on been, this there's, table. There's, there's multiple signatures on our picnic tables that I got pregnant here. It's weird, but it, like at the at the table or at the brewery. I, I would like to think that they propped them on the table, but you know, oh, I good. don't know. You know, if I was to do it. I'd prop them on the table, you know, like that's what I would do. But you know. that's a nice busy road right there too. So, I mean, if you it could be dark out though, you know, it could be dark. <laughs> it was all daytime when I was there. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like drinking a bunch of beer during the daytime. That's the best part. Day drinking is the best. I'm it was. I never got to eat there either. I just noticed you that too. You never fucking ate any food. The food here is awesome. We were just drinking the whole entire time, busy playing cornhole and. Oh, that's probably why we had to be driven home. It was. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember a whole lot about the middle of that day. No. <laughs> no. But what I do remember is um, one of the beers that you guys had was the, was a Strawberry Blonde. Oh, ale? yeah. Strawberry Blonde. Yep. You came to the three-year anniversary then. Yeah. Is it three? It was, I, it was I, like this past June or something like that. Yeah, so I you came to the three-year. I thought I had seen you before. <laughs> really? Because I worked that event. That was yeah. the last Saturday that yeah, I worked. Yeah, you had the Strawberry Blonde. Before. Strawberry Blonde came out pretty recently. Because I thought so. that this guy. Oh, yeah. The three-year was good. I mean, it was... I thought my favorite, my favorite so far has been the two-year anniversary, not mm. because of anything like specifically. It was just the weather was perfect, like everything kind of just worked out 
really well on my side on the brewing side of everything and just everything worked out on that side it you know it, I, i'm not just the owner like I, I i brew i package i the whole process is ran through you know me and my assistant brewer and, and multiple other people but it's it's it was stressful because i wanted to have 35 beers on tap for yeah you know like that that's like my goal i always try to hit 35 on big anniversary days and um, we, we usually rotate like, like crazy. We're always doing different types of beers. But uh, any given time you come into Pipe Dream, there's always 16 beers on tap. Um, we have a, a coffee, uh, a local coffee roaster on here. We have nitro coffee. And we do a cider and we have wine. But um, yeah, we're always trying to do something crazy and fun um, from cool ships, sours to just random ass stouts. Like, you know, like reminds me of my childhood. <laughs> I, I used to eat chicken cookies all the time, so I wanted to make a chicken noodle stout. And of course, it's ten percent alcohol because you know I like alcohol now. And oh yeah, that's part about beer. That's what we do here at Pipe Dream. We're just trying to be different, you know. There's there's so much good beer out there, so much good beer out oh, there. Oh sure. I mean, just around us locally, not to mention you know everywhere else. But it's just I'm trying to be different, and, and my different mm-hmm. is that you know craziness. You know, we don't care. Like we're gonna do anything. I'm gonna put cereal in my beer. I'm gonna put, you know, anything I can find and just throw it in. Rosemary, sure. I'm gonna throw some rosemary in my saison. I've had one of those yeah. before. It's just fun. It's fun. And if you're yeah. not having fun, then fuck you. you know, I, <laughs> that's what I say. That's, that's, that's like our motto out here. I just want to have fun. I want you to enjoy and be something crazy. And when you walk in, you look at the board and you say that it has fruity pebbles in the beer, and then you get that reaction. That's what mm-hmm. I want. I want that reaction. That's what I want. Do you actually have that Fruity Pebble beer? We do. I'm drinking it right now. Yeah, oh, adult, yeah, okay. Adult Nuggets. It's a double adult. IPA infused with Fruity Pebble cereal. And oh, damn. It, it, it has good. a lot of vanilla in it, and it tastes oh. like fucking Fruity Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> it, it, it really actually does. And I don't always necessarily describe this as Fruity Pebbles. For me, personally, it tastes like the marshmallows in Lucky Charms. Mm. Mostly because I wasn't, al- I wasn't allowed to eat uh, Fruity Pebbles when I was kidding. <laughs> But <laughs> you, can eat, well, you can eat the Lucky Charms. No, I was allowed to eat Lucky Charms, but not Fruity Pebbles. There's still Fruity Pebble cereal boxes that I have laying Literally around. Behind it. Cinnamon it. Toast yeah. Crunch, also. Yeah, and, well, that was from the stout that we just did. Yeah, we did a stout with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh and, wow! Uh, oh damn. that into it, and you know we get a lot of shit for it, but a lot of people kind of give us a hard time. Oh, you're putting cereal and beer, and, and you know, I'm like, you know what? I'm just having fun. Like people have been get, doing that lately yeah, too, so it's not, not like it's new. Just, just I mean, it's fun. like it's just like fun thing to do. Yeah. Might as well, right? Hey, okay. People like it, and that's yeah. That's actually one of the things that I love about Pipe Dream is that a lot of breweries you go into now, it's like seventeen IPAs and like maybe a stout or like maybe like a wheat beer. But like you come in here and you have what like 15, 12 beers on the board, and they're yep. basically like all different styles. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we have all kinds of different stuff. I mean, we, we understand here at Pipe Dream that there's a diversity. You know, not everyone's going to want a stout. You know, there's people that come in here that want a blonde ale. And the, the beer that I hate to brew the most is the bitch and blonde. Oh, that but, checks one of my questions. <laughs> but, that's, but that's like one of our most popular beers in the sense of the guy that loves the triple IPAs isn't going to get two triple IPAs. He's going to get one of the triple IPA and then get a uh, bitch and blonde because he yeah, wants to keep something lighter to drink, but he wants something light. Unless yeah. you're me, and then you get 14 triple IPAs. <laughs> well, you have, a, you have a designated driver. For a yes, of course. <laughs> all the time. I do not overserve you by any means. No. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Pay attention to that stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. We are 
New Hampshire certified here. Yeah. I'm a little ashamed. I didn't get a, I, I maybe tried, what, four beers that day, the three year anniversary. The rest of the time, I was just downing those strawberry blondes or whatever it was because it was so hot out. And I was just like, this is perfect. Yeah. They're like, like perfect, like hot weather beers. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that was an amazing beer. I did enjoy that quite a bit. We, we try to have a, a real, like, West Coast feel here. Um, I mean, that's yeah. where I started. That's where I started brewing on the West Coast as a home brewer. And uh, I just fell in love with the West Coast style. And um, yeah. to me, that West Coast style is that piney style, but also that light, refreshing beer. And um, yeah. when we were looking to open Pipe Dream, nobody was, I mean, there was people doing it, but I just felt like I could do it a little differently. Not better, just differently. And um you know, that's what we did here. We, we were doing a rotating tap, fun stuff, different stuff, light stuff, with the heavy stuff. But, you know, I want people to come here and, 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 and vibe out and, and relax and enjoy the experience. Not just the beer, but the experience of meeting new people and, and, and listening to live music and just enjoying life and trying not to be stressed out. I mean, Pipe Dream takes you away from that stress in life. Like you walk yeah. through my door... You pull into our parking lot, and it's a giant warehouse. And you're like, what the fuck am I walking into? <laughs> but as soon as you walk through that door, it brings you to the West Coast. And it, it just reggae's bumping, and there's, you know, 405 signs everywhere. And, you know, it's just it's just fun. It's just fun. It's, Working it's are you from New Hampshire? I am. I'm born and raised in New Hampshire. Where from are? New Hampshire are you from? I was born in Derry, New Hampshire, but I grew up in Kingston, New Hampshire. Oh, all right. I live in Derry right now. Right on. I live in Londonderry now, which... We're basically neighbors. Yep. (laughs) Well, he lives at the brewery, so it doesn't count. Some days. I I do spend a lot of time here, but I'm doing my best to get a little bit further away. (laughs) Um, It's not as easy as as it sounds, but um, uh, I'm slowly working my way out. You have a hard time delegating. You have a real hard time delegating. It's, it's my baby, you know. It's yeah, I got my whole heart and soul into this place, and this um, is in your wallet, unfortunately. But it's like it's your business. <laughs> this is yours. Yes, there's, there's it's my wallet and my business partner. There's two wallets involved into this. Yep. it's not just me. Um, someone saw our vision in me that you know I, I thought I had, but I didn't know, and um, it took him to really bring it out. Mm-hmm. Four years ago, three and a half years ago, it's, it's crazy to think that we're that old. And it, it's not what we've turned into, you know. We, we started with a 65-gallon uh, system, and now we're on a 550-gallon system. And it's we, we, we grew quick. We grew a little oh, too yeah. fast, um, in, in my eyes, a little too fast. I couldn't keep up with production. I couldn't keep up with production. And then all of a sudden, we jumped up to a 550-gallon system, and it, I, was, I was super stressed because... Again, I have no commercial experience. I, I was just a home brewer. I was brewing 15 gallons at a time in my fucking kitchen. Jesus. Yeah. And I went from 65 gallons brewing to the public, which brewing to the public and brewing for your friends are two different things. <laughs> and, you know, people just loved it. They loved it. And um, I, I'm just, I, I'm the luckiest man alive. It's simple as that. I, I, I am the luckiest man alive. And, and Pipe Dream has turned into not me anymore. It's not me that makes Pipe Dream. It's everybody who works here who makes Pipe Dream. Um, I have a fucking awesome bar manager, Frank. He's my uncle. Um, family. He is awesome. Um, I don't know what I'd do without him. I have a, a great, amazing assistant brewer. There Curtis, he, is. he actually just walked in the room. Uh, I don't. I don't <laughs> know what I, I. don't know what I would do without him. 
Um, I have an amazing staff when it comes to my bar guys, uh, kitchen staff. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. I mean, we have seven, maybe six or seven full-time employees now, 15 part-time employees, give or take. Um, it, it's amazing what we've turned into. And, and my face isn't out front like it used to be when we first opened. Their faces are up front now. And um, it stresses me out, but at the same time, <laughs> it's, uh, it's amazing. It really is amazing. Yeah. Really is amazing. It can be a good stress, though. I mean, look what you've yeah. created. To be fair, I wish I could look at it that way. But you know, every every <laughs> every Wednesday, I'm like, oh god, I hope people show up. You know, like that's I still have that. Still you still have, have that. that. I still have every day, man. Every wow. day, every every Wednesday. Oh, I hope, hope, I hope we have a good week. I hope people come in and enjoy the experience and enjoy the beer. Yeah, we spoke with the every- we spoke with the owners of Branch and Blade a while back, oh, and they right kind of like yeah. they took us through like awesome dude, man. Yeah, they were both great. They took us through like the steps of of owning and running a brewery, and and they were just I mean they I wouldn't say complained, but they you know what I mean. It's a lot. It's a lot going on, and I think they at had the an end of it, interesting start though. They had a uh, very yeah. very interesting start. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of shady shit, but they're good dudes, and they make some fucking killer beer. Oh yeah, killer beer. Yeah, one yeah. of our favorites. Yeah, but at the end we asked them. We're like, so do you recommend it? Like opening up a brewery, starting beer, and they said no, don't do it. <laughs> They're like, it's fucking hard work. <laughs> I don't like getting stressed out listening. I have to disagree with them. I have to disagree. I mean, no matter yeah. all the stress, no matter all the, the bullshit, I have had, I, I have created so many amazing relationships with people that I, I've met so many new people that I, I would never have met if I didn't open a brewery. So sure. I think it's the best thing I ever did. I, I would never do anything differently. I, I love owning a brewery. I love it. It's so fun. So, so you said you started brewing back when you were in California, right? That's correct. Like your your home brew stuff, anyway. Yeah. Uh, you were a marine. I was. Yeah. You see? I okay. So am. let me ask always this. Always a marine. Once a marine, always a marine. Not like always not marine. Like, That's not true. Like other That's branches. True. Not like other branches. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. So where is the uh, Crayola Crayon flavored beer? That's all I'm worried about. I'm just I haven't seen it yet. Crayon. What? Crayon. <laughs> Are you, are you giving me a hard time right now? But, but maybe a little bit. Maybe oh. a little bit. Oh, shit. Uh, you know what oh, I should shit. do? You know what I should do is I should make a chair force beer. That's what I should do. Oh, it would be delicious. Oh. It would be delicious. I bet. It would taste real lazy. <laughs> I love that it would. <laughs> so, there's, there's no Coasties here, so we can't make fun of anybody uh, else. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. You know it's, it's, Coasties are one step up, so it's cool. Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, he's hurting. Oh, my oh. <laughs> my heart. That hurt my heart a little bit. Uh, nah. That's the that's the one good thing about the military is everybody can just shit on each other and nobody really gives yeah, a shit. Yeah, it's again. all good. Man. It's all good. Yeah. Thank you for serving this country. That's all I can Yeah, appreciate it. Likewise. Man. Yeah. What, what, do you, what would you do if it wasn't for everybody who t- took care of this country? I mean, we would, where would we be? You know, we have no idea. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, Veterans Day is coming up, right? It's at the, uh, Monday. It's Monday, Monday? so yes. it'll be the Monday before before this comes out yeah yeah i just won't come out for another two weeks week and a half something like that i don't know the days anymore man it's <laughs> i'm oh, not this sure will come out next next sunday next sunday it's all good. so happy late yeah. veterans day yeah <laughs> thank you for your service appreciate it so before we kind of dive deep in oh everybody else too. <laughs> uh we're just gonna talk about the beers that we're drinking real quick Ah, yes. So, and I know you guys have a lot going on over there. So, if you want to do one, two, three, whatever, go for it. Uh, 
All right. Well, um, <laughs> we have about 14 beers on this table right now. Uh, 15. Fif- oh, all right. 15 beers. I was fucking close. Um, <laughs> you're not even drinking anything right now. I finished mine because you can't keep up. <laughs> Excuse me. I've had like three of these tasters. I have a full beer in front of me. So all I hear is excuses. You said about 14. Yeah. All right. Well, what are you drinking right now? Uh, right now, I have the pumpkin ale, and uh, I, I, it's tis the season around here in New England. So, I, my pumpkin, what I made, I, everything that's on the market right now is too sweet for my palate, and I, and I wanted something that was more strictly pumpkin and not sweet. So we took our almost like an amber style ale, and I dumped 450 pounds of straight pumpkin into the boil. Nice. And, uh, our one batch has 900 pounds of pumpkin in it, and uh, it's it's a, it's an awesome awesome beer. I mean, it's nice and smooth, easy drinking, not too sweet by any means. We will put some uh, spices inside of it, also on the uh, whirlpool side. But yeah, it's it's, a, it's it's a yummy beer, yummy beer, crushable. It'll sneak up on you. I mean, uh, we're we are known for our alcohol here at Pipe Dream. Uh, I believe in alcohol. I don't want to drink a beer without alcohol in it. So. It's uh, it's, it's yummy beer. Yeah, that's what I'm sipping on. Nice. And we what actually, you, Lauren? Oh, well, we actually talked about our pumpkin beers in our pumpkin beer episode that we really appreciate when they're not too sweet. Because, oh, yeah, yeah. So I this also gives you a headache. A, I mean, I'll I'll take some. That's fine. <laughs> I actually had the French toast pumpkin beer that you oh, had, yeah. and that is fucking delicious. That so that's our pumpkin base, and then we put cinnamon toast crunch cereal in it. It literally tastes like cinnamon toast crunch with pumpkin in it. It's awesome. Well, that, that's what it is. You just said. I know. <laughs> but sometimes you... Nailed it. But sometimes you have beers and they give you a description of it and you taste it and you're like, that's no, no. not like quite what it is, but that is literally what it tastes that's like. That's a pet peeve of mine. That's, that's such a pet peeve of mine. Like sometimes you'll get a beer and it's like, I put pepper and lemon and like, I don't know, rosemary in it. And then you drink it and you're like... I don't get uh, any of those I things. maybe taste vanilla. You know, right? Maybe I taste yeah. lemon. Yeah. Like, I'm not a connoisseur by any means. Like my palate is what I like and what I don't like. But some of them, they're like it's just I'm graham cracker and lactose and like I'm just like I don't taste any of that. I taste the stuff. No, no pretentious beer terms. Yeah. So exactly. I try my hardest. If I put any kind of description on a beer, it's gonna taste like that beer. It's gonna and, taste like. Good. And as a beer consumer, I really appreciate that because I fucking hate when I get a beer and I'm like, oh yeah, it's gonna taste just like this. It tastes nothing like what it says it's going to taste like. <laughs> um, I can understand that. Well, <laughs> um, so I'm drinking the adult nugget because I fucking love this beer. Um, it has fruity pebbles in it. It has fruity pebbles in it, yeah. Prob- I don't know. You tell me. You tell me what's in it. <laughs> it yeah, no, it's, it's... Fruity pebbles and deliciousness. It, it, it's triple dry hopped uh, with fruity pebbles. And um, it's, yeah, I mean, that's that's... You got it, eight percent, and it goes down easy. And it's it's not crazy. It's not like super heavy. It's it's pretty light. It's pretty light. It's not quite a New England style. I'd say it's more of a, a West Coast style. I mean, um, I, I like it. I mean, you're gonna get a little bit of vanilla. I taste a little bit of vanilla on it. Um, the back end is all fruity pebbles. Like it, your the lingering taste in your mouth is gonna be fruity pebbles. It tastes like if you drank like cereal milk. Like yes, you just eat yes. a whole cereal and you drink the milk. Yeah. That's the aftertaste. Go get yourself a box of fruity pebbles, fucking eat always... it, and then drink the milk. That's what the spirit tastes You dump it in your Budweiser and you stir yeah. it around. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason I made that But you won't get drunk because... if you do that. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So don't do that. Come to Pipe Dream and drink this fucking beer. Yeah. <laughs>
Oh, it, just, it reminds me of my childhood. You know, like I, I used to eat Fruity Pebbles as a kid when I was at the beach. I was allowed to have bad cereal, and I would p- always pick Fruity Pebbles. So I was like, "Fuck it, let's make a beer with Fruity Pebbles." Like, you know, like my mom's not gonna yell at me now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an adult, bitch. I do what I want. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, my mom yells at me. So. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Robbie? What are you drinking? Well, I decided to go with a New England beer. I feel like I had to. So I am drinking Dynamic Convergence from Burlington Beer Company. Nice. Ooh, I gave you that one. You did. Nice. Double fruited. Awesome, oh yeah. Awesome. Uh, this is a double fruited Gosa with kumquat, and this is the kumquat. hardest can to read ever. I know. Well, it's the like... other one, they have a couple different like versions of that uh, can art. So I sent yeah. you the one that was most readable. What do you think of the Gosas there? What do you think of the Gosas there? I think this is like the third one I've had from them over the past few years. This one's kind of a little lackluster. It's not as fruity as I would have liked, but it was all the other fresh, stuff I've had is great. Yeah. I think the last <laughs> one I had was like a key lime kumquat and mango or some some shit a few years back. And that was amazing. But this is this is not bad. It's good. But I don't think I'd buy this one again. But. Well, good thing that you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I can't. I can know that I want to. I can't. Yeah. But it's not bad. All right. Well, since since we just talked about beers... Um, you kind of hit on some topics that I had questions about, uh, but so you've already mentioned the beer that you like brewing the least. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, first off, what made you want to start brewing, and what beer do you enjoy brewing the most? Um, I would say what made me start brewing was I, you know, I joined the Marine Corps as a young kid. I went from drinking Natty Ice to be engulfed in this when i joined the marine corps i got stationed in california and i was just engulfed in this like beer mecca in 2007 and i had no idea what craft beer was and you know i just went to a local place like to have a beer and i was like i don't know what to get like you just pick something for me and i had it i was like oh wow that's crazy that's good and then i started you know tasting some of the random beers around there there's breweries everywhere even in 2007 Mm-hmm. And uh, I enjoyed it. It was, it was good. It was everything was great, and I, I just started to fall in love with the craft beer of what well, you know the style of craft beer in general. And um, me and my boy went out, and we were like, "Okay, let's go buy some beer, and we'll go back to our house and just have a good time." And I think I spent like three hundred bucks on beer, and I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> what the fuck did I do? I could go to Nat- I could go get buy Natty Ice for like." you know, 17 bucks and have 30 beers and have a great time. Like, what the hell's going on? We fell into the yeah. same trap we all fucking fall oh into. Oh, my God. And, 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 so I looked at my buddy and I was like, you know, we can save money. Let's just make this. Like, let's just start making it. You know, I just was thinking out the, outside the box. And by no means did I save money because I went out and I bought all this equipment. And I bought, you know, and I started cloning recipes. Like, just, you know, I did extracts at first. Like, and I, I fell in love with like brewing, like the aspect of brewing and then sampling the beer or drinking the beer that you made. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And um, it just slowly grew, you know, like my, my, my passion for it. And then really my, my, my true passion is not necessarily brewing it, it's creating the recipe. I, I love making recipes. I love just sitting down and like doing different grain profiles and different hop profiles. Like I love that aspect of it. Now, I, now I, I enjoy the brewing aspect of it too, and the, and the final product, of course. But my favorite part is just making the recipe. So I went from cloning recipes to like slowly building my own. And the first recipe I ever made was the West East IPA that we now serve here at Pipe Dream, and it was my take on like a West Coast style and an East Coast style because that's where I grew up and you know where I was born. 
and I kind of slammed it together. And you get that like that piney of the West Coast. You get a little bit of juicy malty from the East Coast because at the time when I was doing it, East Coast beer was more malty. It wasn't juicy. Yeah, and now that you know that New England IPA came out and it's totally different now. But yeah, totally. When I was doing it, it made sense, and uh, <laughs> it was. I just I started I started making recipes. You know, I just slowly started making. The, the next one after that was the peanut butter chocolate stout. I made that one next. And then it just kind of grew grew from that. And I just, yeah, I mean, that's that's what that's what really grabbed me and, and took me towards the, the brewing industry. Um, by no means did I ever think that I was going to open a brewery. God, no. I mean, I just did it for fun. I did it for my friends. I did it for parties. You know, like, it was just fun. It was a hobby. You know, a simple hobby. The Marine Corps was awesome. I mean, I got out of the Marine Corps. I moved back to... The East Coast, and uh, I was a federal correction officer for a while. I hated my life. And I, just, and I wanted to get out, and I put my two weeks in, and then like, it was like, what am I gonna do with the rest of my life? Ah, yeah, so I put an LLC in to, in the Concord, New Hampshire, to put a uh, brew together, and here we are, you know, four years later, give or take, and we're, you know, I'm, I'm running and operating a brewery that is extremely successful. I mean, you know, I'm very, very lucky, living the dream, but yeah. What was the second part of that question? Uh, which beer? <laughs> favorite oh, beer to brew. Was, damn. Yeah. Favorite what, beer to brew. What's your favorite beer to brew and what's I, your favorite style to drink? My favorite style to drink is sours. My favorite beer to brew is, like Tom Brady would say, it's the next beer that I'm going to make. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Oh, my, fa- my, favorite beer, my favorite beer to make is probably like the, the crazy stuff that we do. Um, when we do cool ships, I love doing cool ships. When we age it, we ferment beer in barrels. I love doing stuff like that. Um, I love doing the cereal-based beers. Uh, the Mexican chocolate stout that we did was so much fun. We put so much Mexican chocolate stout in it, or chocolate chocolates in it. I just, I love doing the crazy stuff. When I say the Bitch and Blonde is my least favorite, I just feel like that is just so plain like it's no there's no fun with it there's no yeah i'm just brewing a blonde ale you know like there's no creativity just, that you can throw yeah, in it's not it's not anybody can do it anyone can make that you know anyone can do it in my mind i'm just i want to do something crazy and different and, and that's what pipe dream is known for i mean just being stupid like just <laughs> doing some stupid stuff stupid in the best different. way <laughs> yeah but if any brewer that was like that went to school for it you know what i mean yeah. they would look at they would look at my recipe and be like that doesn't make any sense. But yet, we put it on tap, and it just flies. It works, like, yeah. People love it. People want something crazy. That's what they want right That's now. because your creativity, like, shows in your drink. And you can tell that, like, a lot of thought and, like, love went into this beer. It, I have my whole heart and soul in this place. I'm trying my hardest. I really am. Yeah, we all you kind of you kind of have to be different now because, like you said earlier, there is so much good beer. If you're yes. not different, there's no way you're going to stand out, at least yep. not in a bigger market anyway, I would think. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I think that it's funny that you say that you like sours because um, there's another podcast that we're kind of friends with out on the, on the West Coast called Wreck My Podcast. And the host of that, Jordan, is like not a big sours fan. So I sent him the chocolate covered, uh, the pop, pop that chocolate covered. Cherry, oh, nice. Uh, and he was like, I might be converted. Oh, so, right. All right. so that was his segue into liking yeah. sours. It's so funny. We, we actually have that sitting. The pop that chocolate covered cherry is gonna be coming out sooner than later, and uh, oh, nice. we have the Funkin' sour stout coming out too. And no, the sour stouts are 
It's a niche. It's definitely it's a niche. So, they're it's so niche. weird, but it's they're so good. It's a niche, but we, we pride ourselves on that niche. Like we take the risk on the, the you know that spend the money on that type of beer, age in that type of beer, and then you know give it out to the public. And we, we you know, when it comes down to it, we just took a risk and and we got lucky. We got lucky. We, it's working really well for us. At the beginning, it was really tough because the sours weren't like quite here on the East Coast. I mean, there of course there's breweries that do sours around here, but I mean, look at Allagash. Allagash is putting out some freaking amazing sours. But yeah, I just had one of their sours on the show I just, a few weeks ago. I love sours, man. I, 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 my passion is sours because it, it, as a brewer, there's so much to it. There's yeah. so many variables. You can never, if you do a true cool ship sour, you can never really get it the exact same every single time. And Which I is fucking the coolest part about sours. I love it. Yeah, and I love that. I love that. I'm a big fan. Big fan of awesome. sours. Awesome. That's like the, what the, I'm like most excited to try when I go to a new brewery is sours because I feel like they differ so much. Yeah. Like yeah, you have the stout, you have you know the the IPA. It's like yeah, that's cool. I want to try it, but when you try a like new you sour, can... you're like oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> this I feel is like amazing. if you can nail a sour, like you're gonna nail the rest. Yeah. Of the I mean, I, I don't know about that. I mean, that's not true. I, I feel like it's it's always all over the place. I mean, when you go from sours that are like you know just random bretomyces yeast going to be you know fermenting that that beer i mean it's it's a straight like zero zero one from white labs you know like you have to like control that you have to be careful like we're, we're constantly cleaning and sanitizing our whole brewery because i'm super nervous about getting something contaminated and so it's mm-hmm. just you really got to take your time with it you really got to like you know be careful what you do with that yeast because it can create damage all right well let's take yeah. a beer break uh and yeah. we'll be right back Cool. All right, beer break, go. Today's episode is sponsored by Tavor. If you don't know, Tavor is a craft beer delivery service that ships specialty beers right to your door. With Tavor, you don't need to bother with black market beer trades or scouring the store shelves for new and exciting product. With this app, you can browse through tons of specialty craft beer that you would not normally be able to find in your immediate area. And you know Tavor is great because they only work with independent breweries, which means you get only the best that the beer world has to offer. And how easy is all of this? All you have to do is download the app on your phone, create an account, browse through and select all the beers that you desire, and add them to your monthly delivery. And guess what? It doesn't matter if you order one beer or 300, Tavor will ship out your monthly beer crate for the flat rate of $14.99. Tavor also shares two new beers on the app every day, so there's always something new to try. So we're asking you, as fans of beer, download the Tavor app now. That's Tavor, spelled T-A-V-O-U-R, and get delicious craft beer of your choosing delivered to your door each month. Thank you, Tavor, for sponsoring this episode of The Brew Interviews. Be sure to pay attention to our Instagram, because we will be giving away four $25 gift cards towards your order on Tavor. Just follow the instructions in the post, and we will randomly select a winner. And to go with the four gift cards, Tavor has also given us our very own promo code. So if you are a new Tavor member, use the promo code BREWINTERVIEWS for $10 credit when you spend at least $25 on your first crate. That's promo code BREWINTERVIEWS for $10 credit. Cheers, everyone. Now back to the show. And we are back from our beer break with some totally brand new beers. I think I'm going to go first and rate my my last beer that we had. Um, I drank Dynamic Convergence from Burlington Beer Company. It's a Gosa with kumquats. It's not bad. Not the best Gosa I've had from them, but I would probably give it like a 275. All right. Really nothing special. The they have what better for rate? sure. Yes, yeah, so we're rating it out of five, correct? Yes, we're rating right. it out of five. I'll, I'll do 
the reason I'm going to give it a 3.9 is because I feel like it's lacking a little bit of oats. The carbonation was a little bit low on this batch for my liking. Um, it's just the simple things that we need to the fix here at Pipe Dream. Just little things like that. I just want it to be perfect. And in my opinion, it was a little bit lacking in, in those departments. And the reason I say the oats is just because I, I want a little bit more head retention. And the carbon, carbonation will help with that, but maybe add another 50 pounds to the batch of, of oats to really give us that that body and that mouthfeel a little bit more, just a little bit more. I mean, the beer was fantastic. I really like it. It's my favorite pumpkin because it's you get more pumpkin and you get uh, spice, which mm-hmm. is what I like. But um, in my opinion, I just, you know, it's nothing's ever perfect in, in my opinion here. So I'm just trying to make it better and better every time we make it. Nice. All right, so I'm drinking the adult nugget. Um, I fucking love this beer because it tastes like cereal in a beer, and who doesn't love that? Um, and I honestly have recommended it to every single person that I've talked about beer with since I had it the first time, and I would rate this beer a, probably a solid four. You were very nonchalant about rating somebody's beer right in front of their face. Yeah, well, I don't mind being nonchalant. Yeah, but last time we rated the beers in front of the, the brewer's face, like, we were super nervous about it. We're like, uh, so... It's like, this beer's... <laughs> Yay! I'm not offended by any means. Go ahead. No, yeah. well, this beer is fucking awesome, and I don't have any qualms with it. That's I appreciate that. Yeah. There's a lot of shit talkers out there. It's all good. I'm used to it now. I mean, this, if I didn't this, like the beer, I'd tell you. We have plenty of people here that talk shit, so it's, it's good. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Oh, yeah, they're just waiting. They're just waiting till this is over. Yeah. <laughs> shit talking makes me make uh, better beer. It's as simple as that. I try well, harder to make better beer when people talk shit. There you go. Yeah. yeah. It, like, criticism is, like, the best way to uh, develop. Yeah. It's what thrives me. Thrives me. So exactly. if I come in and tell you that all of your beer are shit, will you just like... <laughs> I, I will try to do that. It's, it's, it's true. He's like, put you ain't drinking there no more. Like, I'll tell you what, every Wednesday, every Wednesday since I've opened Pipe Dream Brewing, every Wednesday, I have the most anxiety of my life. Because Wednesday is the first day we're open during the week. I'm scared shitless that people aren't going to come to Pipe Dream to drink beer. Is there a reason every that you're not open Monday and Tuesday? Uh, because I, you need um, a fucking break. I like to think that <laughs> everyone's not alcoholics. I don't know. I, I, no, it's <laughs> we, we're working. We're working. It's just I don't know. I, I don't know why I didn't. I just I don't think there's gonna be a lot of people that drink on Monday, Tuesday. That's why. I guess that's not enough to open. I guess not I, enough to I, run a place. I don't know. We're, yeah. we're there's a lot of things coming our way. Like we're, we're looking to open a coffee house. Um, so that's like the next like kind of thing that we're doing here at Pipe Dream. I want to open a coffee house right here in Pipe Dream. Basically, our event room will be a coffee house, and uh, that's something that I'm just trying to. Nice. Uh, I'm the type of person that just wants to keep going. I want what's next. What's next? Okay, you know, we open a brewery. This is great. And I, I, I love life. This is fantastic. But I'm not going to just sit still. I want the next best thing. And, um, you know, there's no co- good coffee right in my general area. There's great coffee right down the street in Derry, but there's not really great coffee in Londonderry. So uh, I want to link up with somebody um, in Manchester, uh, hometown coffee, shout out. He's got great freaking coffee. And I want to bring him in and I want to open a coffee house with him. And that's that's what we're you know pushing towards right now. Um, we're working on it. Hopefully the next two or three months we'll be opening it. Uh, we'll do, we're going to be doing Bloody Marys and Mimosas, too. Fuck, yes. Fuck. 
Yes, I love bloody things. <laughs> it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Got to get those I basic bitches bloody. in there. Since, since we're in the, the spirit of giving shout outs, though, yeah. shout out. I'd like to I'd like to give a shout out to um, one of the guys that provides food here at Pipe Dream Brewing. Um, it's a barbecue place that we know we've been we've been busting his balls for a minute. We give him a hard time. Like he's got to open a spot. Got to open a spot. You know we love his food. We love his food. I mean uh, his ribs and his chicken wings suck, but everything, everything everything else is really really good. You know like you know, his pulled pork and you know some of the other stuff. But no. In all seriousness, no, his ribs and his, his, his chicken wings are fantastic. And we sell the bejesus out of him here. And um, he's a good friend of mine. Not just because I like him. His food is actually fucking good. And uh, it's impressive what he's doing without an actual restaurant. And uh, I, I just want to help get him the balls to get out there and <laughs> actually do it. Light a fire uh, in verse. You yes. know, <laughs> he's a master electrician. At heart, you know, so it's a little different, you know, it's a little, it's, he, he's working hard, he's working hard doing what he's doing over there, but, um, in the electrical world, but, um, his food is fantastic, and, uh, Missy Mike, take it away, let's go, let's hear what you got to say. Thank you, John. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, fantastic. Yeah, what, what an introduction, wow. holy shit, damn. Some, <laughs> somebody's <laughs> kissing your ass, though, that's barbecue. what it sounds like, I'm just saying. <laughs> Somebody wants free ribs. Yeah. Yes, we've, uh, we've been supplying um, food for Pipe Dream. We supply their um, anniversaries. Um, we do private dinners for them. So we've done like private dinners for members that include like um, mashed potatoes with uh, like brisket au jus over the mashed potatoes, uh, beef short ribs, smoked beef short ribs, um, yeah. and then, like always a dessert, whether it's like banana cream pie um, or uh, smoked strawberry shortcake. Instead of using shortbread, you use cornbread. Literally. I don't know if you know this or not. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I don't because we just met tonight. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'll make chili just because I'm craving cornbread. I fucking love cornbread. Yeah. <laughs> yes, actually, this weekend we're having a chili cook and I'm like, oh, I'm so excited to make chili. Yeah. Somebody will bring cornbread. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're trying to find a spot um, in Derry, actually. Oh, really? Um, yeah. We were supposed to go next to. Uh, well, we we thought we were going to be going next to uh, Cumberland Farms. Okay. Um, right downtown, something happened. Corporate giant trying to pull the little man down. Um, but yeah, we're we're still yeah. looking actively. Um, we want to be open by like January first, hopefully, or you know, the first couple weeks of January. Awesome. Uh, Catering's we, big though. I mean, catering's still big. Yeah, we hooked up with uh, Nomad Bakery, um, and she's supplying all us with uh, cornbread, um, which is very very delicious. Um, right, so but we do everything. Break from, that down, Robbie. We do pigs. <laughs> we do like pigs, briskets, ribs, yeah, no ribs, St. Louis ribs. Uh, side dishes are smoked mac, uh, bacon, mac and cheese, uh, smoked baked beans, coleslaw. I was gonna say baked beans because that's like my favorite. Yeah. What, do, what do you serve at Pipe Dream? We we serve um, so we serve pulled chicken, we serve brisket, <laughs> we serve pulled pork. Um, we've done pigs. We've done pig roast here. Oh, you guys do pig yeah. roast? Oh, yeah. That's like one of my favorite yeah. memories. My uncle was like an avid hunter and like kind of a hillbilly um but he used to do pig roast and that was like one of my favorite things ever oh, we can nothing I mean, cooler than watching a fucking pig roast over a fire for so hours. <laughs> we don't we smoke them so we oh, put yeah, them in the, the smoker oh, okay. um and we'll smoke them for you know depending on the size of the pig but then when it comes out it's it's beautiful mahogany um you dress it you know put all the garnishes around it make it look nice and then <clears> to serve it you actually you know we cut the top we pull the, the skin back but then we're actually serving out of the pig to the actual customer. 
It, you literally can't get it any further. Yeah. No. Yeah. How you doing? How you doing? Yeah. Your sauces, your sauces are fantastic too, man. We do, uh, yeah, we do. Uh, sauces are out there everywhere. Wow, I need to hire you. Sauces here? Are you for hire? I know. Take your route, baby. Yeah. I just want him to step out of my car first, and then I care. I just care about his business because honestly, he freaking makes good barbecue. Like I'm not just saying that because he's my friend. He actually does make good barbecue. And his sauces are fantastic. And yes, maybe his his hot sauce could be a little bit hotter. But you know, his I hot sauce like is a hot, hot sauce. His, his <laughs> hot sauce is the general public though. Like it, it it does. Like not everybody wants that. Oh my god, you're gonna burn your you know, tearing. His hot sauce is good. It, 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 everything he makes good fucking barbecue. Like I'm I'm impressed by his barbecue. And yeah. I don't get impressed by it much. So <laughs> Yeah, we have, that way. So we have we have two sauces. We sell retail, um, actually in stores. We have one original. Um, it's got a little kick to it, but it's a nice balance. And if you cook with it and glaze with it, then the, the heat goes away. What's it called? Um, it's called Messy Mike's. Just That's original. It was my first sauce. And like, Messy Mike's, man. <laughs> my first paper out. Um, my my spicy sauce. Yourself, we right? actually won um, fifth in the country oh, three years ago um, for best. Uh, tomato-based spicy barbecue sauce in the country. Oh, cool! And then we came in thirty-eighth out of four hundred and I think twenty-four um, in the world. I think that's better American than I've world. done in anything in my whole life. So, so <laughs> although we, I did win a chili cook-off one, <laughs> I came in last. <laughs> I came in last as a chili cook-off. It was in my work. We did have a chili contest here at Pipe Dream Brewing, and I invited Mr. Mike to be a part of it, but he doesn't know this, and I, don't tell him. But <laughs> But I, I told everybody not to. <laughs> Don't tell him. <laughs> because he, own, he owns a restaurant and it's not fair. He owns a restaurant and it's not so fair. I would have come. No, Mike Chili would have beaten No, right. probably. So, I, I wanted you to come because it was, it, it, it was a good promotion. You ever heard it was a good promotion because they'd be like, oh, Messy Mike's going to be there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, that was mine. Mine was like Manwich. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so. Curtis loved it. I did like it. Manage is good as fuck though. So, yeah, so are you are you based out of like a out of your house or a truck no, owner? No. Like what's so, the... um, so we have a shared kitchen and dairy right now that we use. Um it's actually okay. right for Mano's Pizza. And and we're we're getting a much larger presence this year. Uh, we do events, we do corporate, you know, golf outings, we do corporate events, um, backyard barbecues, um, obviously supplying them. Um, you know, yeah. Supplying country, and uh, you know, we just want to continue. Same thing, like kind of the same thing with pipe dream. It, it's you can take it any way you, you look at it, but pipe dream can be like you know, like you ride in the wave, or it can be you know, you're going through the pipeline and stuff. Just it's it happens so fast, and you know, it's a passion, and you just you do it. Same thing with me. We do it not to make money. If money comes, I mean, everybody needs to make money, but. Um, you do it for yeah. passion, you do it for love, you do it for people saying thank you very much, your stuff was awesome. Basically the same reason why he started Rui. You know, it's it's the people that you meet along the way that make you successful. Yeah. I mean I think um the what was it the food truck that works through Branch and Blade, Street yeah, yeah, and Savory? Yeah. Oh yeah, they good burgers. Yeah, they're amazing. And like now they are the actual kitchen for Branch and Blade, I believe, right? Like they're officially Yeah, they are. That that's who makes like all their no, but we uh, we won we won um, best ribs in um, 
in southern New Hampshire. Uh, yes. Two years in a row. That's Money Nose Brewery. Your beef ribs oh, are the best. I love Money Nose. Yeah, so, um, they, they hold a rib competition every year. Oh, really? So we won um, two years in a row there, first place. Oh, um, yeah. Do you just yeah. like, nice. I, this intrigues me because like my 10-year goal is to own a food truck. Yep. So the fact that you're like living your dream, making food for people not is awesome. Food. Not, you're not living your dream? Is that? Not living the dream yet. I need a space, <laughs> but go ahead. go ahead. I mean, you're in the process <laughs> yes. of like, making that happen. Yes. Like, you're driving it forward. I think that's awesome. Yep. We've been in business for uh, this is our fifth year. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, six years? Okay, six years. <laughs> typical, typical partner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's been 50 years. Oh, it's been 57 years. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, so, so basically, um, like John said, I'm a master electrician. Uh, I worked for my father for forever and, and then just one day kind of you know just had a thought and for some reason she sent me to texas and i went <laughs> to texas by myself which i don't like to go anywhere by myself you need um, <laughs> but she sent me to texas by myself and it was the best experience i've ever had i met the best people i met the people you see on tv um like all the barbecue guys names seat. and names, names all the competitions so, mo, mo we'll, we'll, we'll tag them on instagram maybe uh, we'll, no. maybe we'll get some more listens mo Queson, robert sierra um myron nixon tuffy stone oh, um aaron franklin malcolm reed you know i learned from the best people that you could possibly learn from and i think it was great that i went by myself because i was i was kind of vulnerable because oh, i yeah you're putting you yourself know, out i'm not barbecue yet i'm just a guy that is going to big huge barbecue established field um and i'm a nobody so for me to talk to people and actually get in with people um and they don't even know who i am but they took me in under their wing because they saw it by myself um they saw the way i talked and the passion that i had that's what it's about passion and they took me yeah. under the wing yeah i'm sure they were happy to they help train me and i brought i'm trying to bring all that here so, it's a lovely community Oh, it's a it's a brotherhood. It's a brotherhood. Yeah, exactly. It's a it's a it's family. It's brotherhood. It's a living. Um, it's family. It is family. It's kind of like the beer family too. I feel like everybody is kind of knows each other, and eventually, exactly. You're all gonna help each other out. Um, yeah. You're all gonna give each other advice. I mean, there's no secrets basically in barbecue. I don't know what there is in beer, but I'm guessing it's the same thing. But yeah. I mean, people aren't gonna tell you everything, but they're gonna they're gonna tell you as much as they possibly can, and you know that's what's cool about barbecue. It's it's when you go to a competition or when you go to an event or whatever, it's a it's a party um, with great food, great people, and you know you're obviously usually drinking. Of course, so they go hand in fucking hand. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you mentioned that you have a podcast, also. Oh yeah, so, yeah, we do a podcast. Um, it's on Tuesdays at five o'clock from five to five thirty called Pit Life Barbecue, and you can find it on like Podbean, Stitcher. Oh, that's our hosting um, site too. Basically, all the major, you know players uh you can find us on there we talk awesome. podcasts, yeah and we talk about everything barbecue and you know anything you talk about around the pit not just barbecue but life in general awesome well that just about wraps it up for this episode of the Bruni viewers i want to thank everybody including john from Pipe Dream Brewing in Londonderry, New Hampshire. It's been an amazing time. You can find the Brew Interviews on our Instagram account at The Brew Interviews or on Twitter at Brew Interviews. You can also send us an email at thebrewinterviews at gmail.com or on Twitter at Brew Interviews. And you can find us on our Facebook under The Brew Interviews. If you feel so inclined, you can head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thebrewinterviews and become part of The Brew Interviews family just like these few people. We have Hillary, Mitch, Steph, Karen, Danny, and Jess. Thank you very much for supporting the show. Also be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps us out. 
Where can they find Pipe Tree Brewing? Leonard, New Hampshire, 49 Harvey Road, 03053. Awesome. Monetary, baby. <laughs> Do you have any uh, social media that they can find you on? Oh, yeah, you can find us on Facebook, find us on Instagram. We have a little bit of Twitter, but it's more like Instagram Twitter and Facebook. Twitter is so hard to keep up with. Uh, Instagram, Instagram and Facebook. Instagram Facebook. That's where it's at. I would also like to thank Messy Mike. I'm, I'm assuming from Messy Mike Barbecue. Is that the exact name? Yeah, uh, it's Messy Mike's Barbecue. Yes, correct. We Perfect. have a website, Messy Mike's Barbecue, uh, BBQ. Um, you can do BBQ, barbecue, barbecue with a C-U-E-Q-U-E dot com. Um, and we have Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. Uh, Messy Mike's BBQ. So, awesome. Yep. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> I can eat that shit. Thank you very much to everybody who came out to be on the show. Thank you. For the brew interviews. I'm Robbie. And I'm Lauren. I'm John. And I'm Mike. Messy Mike. Good night. Good night. Good night. Cheers. This has been the Brew Interviews, a podcast about craft beers coast to coast with Lauren and Robbie. <laughs> Are you both beaver eaters? <laughs>